You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Mad Men After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Mad Men After Show. Well, hello everybody. Thank you for joining us. Big as for doing, and we are doing another After Buzz TV podcast of Mad Men season five, episode eight, titled. Dark Shadows. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined on the panel by the lovely and talented Kevin Tulich. Hello. To my right is the co-creator of AfterBuzz, Kevin Onagaro. Hello. Kevin from L- LA Times. From LA Times. I'm sorry I didn't give you the bona fides. <laughs> Beg your pardon. Uh, in our booth, we have Phil Zvitek, producer extraordinaire. Hello. Oh, welcome, 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 everyone. <laughs> and rounding out the panel, Jeff Gardner. How's it going? So tonight... We have, uh, well, let's see, Pete has a, a fling, so to speak, with Beth. <laughs> uh, Don decides to leave something behind. We have Roger uh, wooing the Manischewitz. Megan goes toe-to-toe with Sally. Let's start off with Betty and her Weight Watchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this because uh, <laughs> I've been a wa- Well, just because I could relate because I, I, I first went to Weight Watchers when I was 13 Very when it was really archaic like that. <laughs> they made you eat liver once a week. It was pretty oh, bad. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I just love the personalized scale at home and she's yes. counting out cheese cubes. I've done that. Oh. I've done that. <laughs> and <laughs> the grapefruit the, because... The grapefruit and the, the grapefruit burnt and the toast. Burnt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, you know, because you have to dry toast. You yeah, you have dry toast, but why burnt toast? Is that so you? You don't even well, want to eat the I, bread? I, okay, here I am as the symbolism whore. <laughs> but uh, but hell. Well, and all the talk about the hell. Devil, right. yeah, and all so you've got a burnt. And, and, you know, particularly for what's stuck out to me was just the drab colors of her oh, world in that house. Mm-hmm. And dar- everything was dark. Dark and, and the very, fact very, she was very doing She was eating this food all at night. It was always at some form of either early morning. Yeah, it was not in the – that there's kind of shame attached to it. Exactly. Because you know, I don't want to do this in the light of day in front of everybody. <laughs> That's what I was going with that. Yeah. But it must have been quite revolutionary then, just talking about Weight Watchers, the way they right. sort of got them confessional. They're talking about their week. Yes. I mean, this must have been like the actual origins of now that this million, multi-million dollar industry of weight loss, this is kind of the start well, of it. You know, yeah. again, yeah. it's it's 1966, okay? <laughs> so we, we you know, jumping ahead, we see it in the Tornado, yeah. which was a revolutionary yeah. car that came out. Yeah. We heard last week a Beatles beat song from Revolver album 1966, but this to me was the, was the w- where the ending of the 50s mm. really, mm-hmm. and the beginning of the of the an ending of Camelot, let's say early yeah. 60s, sure. and beginning which was going to be like the late 60s and the and the 70s, and just really a just a big revolutionary change, and and so um, it's interesting to see. Where Weight Watchers, archaic as you say, mm. 
it was not just about calories. They yeah. were getting into the psychology. Psychic, yes, yeah. exactly. That was the revolutionary oh, part. I love it. Yeah. This, at this point, it, it's almost like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. At this time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but progressive yeah. for the time because it yeah. wasn't just about eating less or counting calories. Yes. Mm -hmm. And also tying food to the emotional thing because, you know, I mean, especially the whole Betty story in the sense, I mean, you know, the fact that she's now overweight. I find that a kind of a stretch being someone that was so vain and such a model. But I think the way that we can believe it is because of the emotional issues that she's having in her life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, how about the the wonderful composition of the shot when she sees... Megan. Oh, shot right, one at a time. Yeah. We, got, yeah. we get a lot of criticism for talking over <laughs> each other. So so. She's, she has to pick t- up the kids, obviously, and she sneaks the view through the, through the and she sees Megan putting on the show. So she sees the young, the lean body mm. compared to hers. And then the shot afterwards with the two of them, either side of the, the sliding glass door and the outfits and everything. Yeah, t- John, go on. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So he's going to every element, or everyone well, chime in because there was so much. We there. saw yeah, her, you know. Okay, Betty's wearing the coat. She's got the scarf. She's mm-hmm. really covered up, and and the old looking, well, comparatively speaking, right? This then, the housewife, absolutely. That it's almost like a house coat. I mean, it's not a house mm-hmm. coat, but you just kind of yes. just really bulky and thick and the, heavy. The last of the June Cleavers, exactly. And then you see Megan, and Megan, by the way, uh, Betty's in a dress. Mm-hmm. Megan's in slacks and a top, yeah. very colorful, very mod, very hip. Yeah, and she's and in. She's in. Uh, Betty's in such a plain, yeah, very fairly Almost large it's, coat it's and dress, brownish gray look. And before you notice, before she even goes into the apartment, she yeah. looks at the ho- the checks uh, herself in the mirror. mirror in the hallway and kind of presses herself yeah. down. It's like, okay, I'm okay, and walks in and immediately sees Megan. No, it's like June Cleaver against yeah, exactly. oh, Tyler yeah, Moore. Terrible. And then you see the two <laughs> of them there. Just, like, just chasm between them. But, I mean, yeah. how old do we think Betty is at this point? She's probably only, what, in her mid-30s? Yeah. I mean, I mean it's it, like, I, mean, I, you know, I get it's sort of how, I, I mean, I, I mean, know I she's know still she's the younger woman. But no, 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 but as we've yeah. discussed, yeah. Yeah. you were Back old. then. Yeah, Back then, 30s, you're old. That's yeah. what I'm just saying. It's so yeah. interesting that at this sort of she's got this matronly look, you know, oh. and it's interesting oh, yeah. that, you know, that. They really eked <laughs> it on there. Wow. And seeing Megan change. Oh, yeah. And seeing Megan naked and how thin. And how she's not anymore. See, that used to be that. Which spurred her on to do all the other stuff that she did, because uh, you know, going into the enemy's territory, you know. And she even <laughs> talked about that in the next Weight Watcher thing. It's been a bad week for me. I had to go someplace I didn't yeah. really want to go. And uh, then, of course, her her little release when she got home and <laughs> ran to the ran to <laughs> the kitchen the to cool? grab to grab the ready whip, yeah, the ready whip, exactly. quick shot in the mouth, and oh, then right. spit it out in the sink. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have anybody done that? I thought it was interesting. Just I on just the, f- the I've never spit it out in the <laughs> yeah, sink. Yeah, exactly. I know. I just, a couple of the food <laughs> shots in this were interesting also yeah. because I, I gather, you know, we're talking about sort of the beginning of, um, you know, the food, the whole thing with what losing weight and that, but also obviously was the beginning of that really disgustingly processed food that mm-hmm. that, that ad men like this were pushing, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like later on with the can, with the, that well, they just, last week, they just yeah. did Cool Whip. Was it last yeah. week or two weeks ago they were doing right. Cool Whip? And 
now we've got yeah. Uh, we've got this, this thing. This whole and thing of you, you know, convenience. You, you're talking you know? about Megan and the and the cranberry that yeah. came out of the, the can. can. Yeah. <laughs> that was her Thanksgiving, the modern like yeah. uh, uh, modern, housewife. Because yeah. I'm sure up to the, I don't know, I mean, but, you know, but it used to be women would cook more, but this is kind of the start of this really food just being mm. processed. Yeah. And, and we're, seeing, we're seeing this every week. And mm. it's interesting, you know, the, the, one of the reasons why we have a society that what we have 30 Thirty percent of us are obese. Thirty percent mm. of us are overweight, and and you see the processed food starting in the sixties. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I told yeah. you last week. My yeah. dad was like, "It's a be- it was the beginning of the end." It's a good story. Because <laughs> <laughs> the hippies they ruined it. Yes. Uh, um, so. You know, color wise, again, seeing the drab, lots of greens yeah. and blues throughout this, and then again, very smart with the placement of the reds. Yeah. So you have like a red ashtray at at Weight Watchers. You yeah. have uh, at at the apartment when she comes in. You see the big red background, yeah. um, but it opens with the red tornado. Yeah, there you know, was that. Uh, and you know the it, ad that Dawn's looking a, through. And to close it at the end of Thanksgiving dinner, Betty's wearing red. Very red. It's like whoa, that was such a weird bold. And of course, tr- the devil, the snowball's chance in hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's all just yeah. really smart would, stuff. Just a str- I mean, interesting choice for a, a Thanksgiving dinner, and they really fi- the lips were red. I mean, everything was. What do you guys think of Betty's husband? And talking about Rockefeller and saying, "quote I bet on the wrong horse," yeah. and uh, and I I ended up with nothing. Yeah, and I you know I thought she took that internally. Yeah, that's you know she's well, thinking you of remember, herself you, there. You remember you when she when horse. she when she and Don finally split? It was at the time where he, where her husband now was saying that I'm going to get on this new campaign and things are looking up and we're going to you know I have all this stuff planned and then now you're at this point where well. Everything didn't really work out for him, and they're yep. kind of at a crossroads. So I think yeah. that stress is, I mean, mixed with Don trying to deal with, you know, their stress between the kids, with mm-hmm. Don and with her. And then, of course, his campaign suffering. I think that's where she's getting all of her stress and I jumped, tension. But, you know, yeah. guys, I jumped ship for nothing. Meaning, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what did the mother-in-law say? You basically, you could have married her for sex a exactly, few episodes yeah. ago. Uh-huh. You oh, could have had right. that anyway. Us, yeah. yeah. And yeah. now he's coming to the conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think symbolically. Yeah, absolutely. You, 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 saw it, you saw it too in his his response of like, where are they? They're supposed to be out front, and then finally you see you just see his impatience and his overall disinterest with the, dealing with the kids and dealing with this broken marriage that he's now uh, kind of working off of with Betty. Well, here's a question I have for you guys: Betty, for the first time, when we first met her with with Dawn back in the day. She was just this really pretty face who just seemed to add nothing to his yeah. life mm-hmm. other than just be, being pretty. Right. And she, when he's talking about, when her husband's talking about the Rockefeller yeah. campaign, she offers him a lot of advice. I, th- I was just going to speak to that. Okay. Because so it, ta- tell it, me. It's, the advi- it's, it's almost like the stuff she's learning at Weight Watchers, she's assimilating that, interpreting that, and she's bringing that kind of psychology and the and because she didn't do it in the first marriage, she's trying to be more of a partner in this one. So showing some growth. Yes, exactly. I think that's what's. No, well, she's kind of. I want to jump that because here's the thing. I, I I think Betty's done that throughout her whole life. What's that? Um, I think spew back whatever she's learned, whatever immediate mm-hmm. thing she's taken in uh-huh. because she doesn't get out into the world. She feels like now she's knowledgeable and she right. tries to spew that. Back to whoever will listen. Don right. just never listens, as we know, and and Megan's learned this. He's not an easy guy to talk to, as they joked last episode. Right. Yeah. And so, 
you know, fortunately this guy is willing to listen, but she has no thoughts and opinions of her own. It's just whatever she no. can spew. She's like a tabula rasa. Yeah, whatever. Got, yeah. Whatever I mean, got by on her looks, which is, I think yeah. you see that a lot. That, that's what happens. With guys and girls. So now that she can't rely on those looks, she's trying to fill yeah. um, something else. But but you know, but do you think that she made any positive impact with him? Well, it, 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 from his look, I would say yeah. I mean, he was. I think he was just impressed that she made an effort and that that she actually said something that was uh, of value to him, and that it was you know that she was he was touched by it. Do you think, in the strange way, that putting on the weight is also some attempt from her to kind of see have people see her beyond? Her looks. I mean, I know it kind of is it kind of in a weird way. She is trying to validate. No, I, I think it's. Think mo- I think it's more on the nose of right. someone who gets what happens with a lot of that kind of personality. Yeah. Yeah. They get they get married and then they're they're bored. And they let themselves go because her husband's not kind of demanding for her to. Because she obviously well, felt more pressure to look, look wanted, thin yeah. with when she was married to Don. Yeah. I mean, right. she felt more like a trophy, like a, the wife that had to look good. You know, going maybe. to things. I also think or maybe the metabolism went. That happened. <laughs> That's too. true. But <laughs> yeah. I think once she once she married him, I think she re- all that stuff w- was unresolved with you know the failure of the first mm-hmm. one and all that other stuff. But finally, I think she just couldn't keep it together anymore, and it all started eating her. So she started eating somehow. Mm. What do you guys <laughs> uh, think of the the son's um, drawing of? It's a whale harpooned. Yeah. It's, you see well, the red yeah, coming yeah, out of blood, yeah. but yeah. it's the whale smiling. It's the whale. Yeah. Why is he smiling? <laughs> yeah, because no, nobody fat, nobody that big <laughs> could smile. Because and being harpooned and harpooned yeah. exactly. So, so why was he smiling? Because the kid drew it. I think. But what I'm saying is, she couldn't. She couldn't fathom a whale being, who's being harpooned being smiling. Mm-hmm. She can't. Well, First of all, there's the whole I'm thing about it being a whale. There's no deeper level of the kid doing that. I mean, you know, they always say kids when they draw things, they, there's a deeper meaning to what they're drawing. Well, and and c- he clearly he's not around half <laughs> like normal environments with both houses. Oh, you're, you're suggesting that he d- he's a smiling whale who's being I harpooned. think there's some kind of juxtaposition. I, I trouble with the kid. I think that combined with the accidental note on the back from Don is that uh, the sh- way of showing just the strain of and the t- kid. And listen, the tell the audience the note. Just remind people. The note was just something. It was something about. It said, I went out to buy exactly a light bulb. When I get back, I'll be able to see, see you better. better. Love, Dawn. Yeah. And he wrote it to Megan mm. and Betty, his former wife, got to read that. I mean, and you wouldn't really want to see her because she's a fatty. Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't oh. want to see Betty, but you, you would want to see Megan. When she reads that, you can see, I mean, you can see her just her anger to that. And then she turns that into. Why don't you ask Megan about yeah, she uses Dawn's as a, as old a wife before I was married? She, so wife. she can get Sally to do her very passive mature, aggressive very bidding mature. for her. Also, so by the way, you know, I mean, in this day and age, uh, and you guys know better than I do, but, you know, it's also about, it was coming into play, okay, it's about how you interpret the art, right? You know, right. it's not necessarily what the artist means. So, you know, and talking about the kid and what he meant it to mean, no, at the end of the day, it's whatever, uh, whatever Betty's interpretation of it was, mm-hmm. and her interpretation was, Oh, he drew me. I'm fat, and I'm supposed to be happy. So, and then again, that combined with with that note, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's that day I and age of what does this art mean to me? That's why you you know you have the dots in um, in um, Sterling's yeah. office, and uh, then you have yeah, Ginsburg walk in. Yeah. He's like, oh, did you connect the dots? Oh, it's supposed to mean something. Yeah, oh, God yeah. knows what. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's but my I mean, two it's cents. not lost. I mean, I, I love the idea that the kid is just. You know, he's damaged in some way, too, because it has to be. Yeah, a whale being harpooned is... Ha- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I just also thought maybe because there wasn't... kid, A kid maybe wouldn't have thought 
then. I mean, we weren't as, they weren't Could as be. conscious of sort well, of no. animals being. Children I mean, there was a lot of whaling going on. Generally still speaking, then, yeah. Children aren't, but they but yeah. there are um, professions called art therapists, right. mm-hmm. and this is exactly what they a, do. A, a, they'll a say, "Hey, draw a little picture," yeah, and they'll go, mm-hmm. "A friend of mine's one." <laughs> so yeah. So this is what it means. Yeah, I'm not sure. That, that startled That's me. That's my oh. recess bell. Time <laughs> <laughs> oh. to move on to topic number two. <laughs> well, but before well, we okay. do that, well, yeah. <laughs> isn't it Mother's Day? Yeah, it is Mother's Day. <laughs> Today yeah. is actually Mother's Day. That so is. if you have a skinny mother, unlike Betty, <laughs> yeah. is that too mean? No, 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 the fat mothers need more, Phil. <laughs> I'm just going dis- right. yeah, to gonna distance talking. myself from Phil right now. Yeah. Just go ahead. You keep going. <laughs> Who's going? Am I going? You're going on your own. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I guess to to Kev's point, you know, if you have a mother and and you know, fat mothers need love too, <laughs> get them some chocolate. Get them whatever. Get them nice gifts. Wow. But it, whatever you're gonna wow. get, and uh, get it through Amazon, right? Because most of you guys are buying online, and it's click, click, click. It's easy. Let's, simple. let's face it. A lot of a lot of people thought it was next week. It's not. Yeah. It's today. You guys are already late. <laughs> so get on it. A lot of making up to do. So here's what you, so but you know so Mother's Day could be over you might get that belated gift either way you're probably shopping on Amazon before uh, so so one of the things that we have now is an Amazon affiliate program right John we're very yes, happy we do. about we're this very very happy with it and uh, the thing that it is is now instead of mer- making your purchases directly on Amazon go to AfterBuzzTV.com first. There, you'll find on the home page an Amazon banner, and in fact, on any page. Yep. So it makes it really simple, and go ahead and click that, and that'll take you to Amazon. Make your purchase that way, and um, we get a yeah. percentage of the proceeds, so which is nice. It doesn't cost you anything extra. You help us out, and you know, uh, and we're grateful for that. So please, whenever you need to buy anything, go to, Am- go to AfterBuzz TV first. Click on the Amazon banner. You buy whatever you need at Amazon, and we'll get a little uh, thank you from uh, Amazon. So it's nice. It is. All right, moving on. We were talking about how uh, the the little note that uh, Sa- I'm sorry, um, Betty saw that Don wrote to Megan, and how that spurred her on to get Sally to do her bidding mm-hmm. to become the wedge between Megan and Don. <laughs> I thought, what? I, I mean, here she is. You know, you're kind of rooting for her because okay, she's having a hard time with his waiter, and then she uses her kid to get between <laughs> these two. I was just going, damn! Just when I was starting to like her, <laughs> I thought it was horrible. See, now unfortunately, I've never really liked her like i've mm. tried to feel sorry for her in previous seasons uh-huh. but especially last season and now the two episodes three episodes we've seen her in in this season she's just very conniving and it's not she's yeah. not a character i can really root for anymore or, or have ever for mm. that matter so the yeah. fact that she's trying to use her own daughter as a pawn yeah to break up the happy marriage that don has mm-hmm. it was so uh rewarding to see sally kind of realize that after she tried to make a Make some kind of commotion it about it. It was rewarding because it rewarding because confirmed your feelings back, about she her. She came back to to uh, Betty and just it was like uh, the way she delivered her lines. I can't remember what she said. It was something about so how did the how did it go when you asked Megan about oh, right, Anna? Yeah. She's like it's fine. She told me about pretty they much the same thing you said. And, and they spoke quite uh, they Yeah, spoke nothing but nice things <laughs> about that her. And, and, and speaking about Anna, so they showed great. the pictures. They right. showed the That's pictures. Right. You know, yeah. and so obviously the whole point was there was supposed to be animosity, and right. no. But wait, you know what? Just, just you guys, yeah, just be John, because yeah, uh, during the commercials, you were, right? You be be more specific because right. this was definitely a battle yeah. between the three of them, and it's just very interesting how Sally came out of it. Now right, because m- she was clearly going down the road of oh, what? Who did Sally was going? So oh my God, what? So Wait you have a, a very Im- immature 
mom, who, yeah, Betty, horrible. who didn't develop much more than because she had her looks. It seems like to right, me. exactly. I think and she stopped. Me, and she's from she, which we see a lot. I, for right. me, uh, you know, the character was. Uh, I had felt she'd played herself out the first couple of seasons. Leave her in the suburbs. Let's move on to new business. Yeah. Now that she's here, though, mm-hmm. I do like the weight gain, and I like. Well, I'm not saying I like. Uh, I would like someone like that in my life, but oh, I like. like the, yes, they're I think doing it's something good writing. Character. And yeah. so you know, we see her being a child. Yes. And and doing this, Petulant. and then and then John, take it from there because you you guys all had an interesting yeah. take on how it it all went back and forth yeah, between the three of them. Well, because you know when when she hears that there was another uh, mother, well another wife to her father uh, before uh, Betty Sally wants to know more, of course, as any child would. Yeah. It's like she feels like she's being lied to, or or what else is there? I just love the way they started it. You know, Sally not even talking to her dad. Dad says bye, and she's dads get mad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sally doesn't even want to say anything. She's Bye, Dad. You know, she does the you know the rolling of the eyes, practically. <laughs> and then she starts laying into Megan. Well, I love that, too, that line of, are you going to cry now? Yeah. Or are you going to make yourself cry but now? But I think like it's kind of scary because um, I think Sally is so much like her mother. And oh, I mean, yeah. I want to see her get beyond that. Because I think... I, I mean, because it's kind of scary to me how nasty and mean this kid can be. I think she's be. both, both. Yeah. Because Dawn is a pretty yeah. cold fish. Yeah. 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 I think she's like both of them. Mm. Kids and I, she's got the quest for the colored pencils, which yeah. is interesting. You yeah. know, the colored pencils, the colored pencils. But then... Um, you know, let's w- you ju- not jump too far ahead, yeah. and let's talk about the acting scene between her. Yeah, learning. the first one. Yes, between her and uh, and Megan, and how to make yourself cry for a scene. Yeah, that's going to come back. You know, that's mm. going to come back. Oh, She's yeah. going to learn. What it already did, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She already, you know, used it later on to when say. Did she use it? Just the line, uh, that line of, she are you going to make yourself cry? Oh, you're going to make yourself cry no, I, I'm saying I think at some point she's going to, ni- first of all, she's already learned how to manipulate Come back in an innocent way, it, but yeah. now I think she's actually going to use it at some mm. point. Not in this scene, I mean, not this episode, but other episodes, I think she's going to And to me, she's sounding much more like a teenager than a kid. Yeah, yeah, but even, I mean, uh, even precocious for a teenager. Was she like 13 now? I think she's 12. Whatever, I don't know what she is yeah. exactly. Yeah. She is not a I, little girl. But yeah. I buy it because we know Dawn is a genius whiz kid, and, and she's from that DNA, and right. then she also has Betty's DNA. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, I buy it, and again, a hell of an actress. Yeah, she was yeah. did a great job. But uh, I was particularly impressed with the next scene when she actually goes at Megan, and they're toe-to-toe. I mean, they, I mean she's holding her own against yeah. Megan. And, 100%. you know, we always talk about the you know it's young versus the old. Even Megan, who we've been talking about the last few weeks, is about the young guard and all this other stuff, and she's part of that group. It doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are. There's always going to be somebody younger mm. challenging right. you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we got to see it in a different way this time. Usually we see the older ones like Roger and Pete and things like that. I mean, we think about Megan. it. We, we've done She's the 25, whatever We've done is. Betty's mother-in-law exactly. to Betty. Right. Right? So yeah. there's young old. And now Megan, Betty. Yeah. And you're right, Megan, Sally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We saw Megan, Sally going at it. We saw, you know, Roger being to- taken to task by uh, uh, Peggy. And then we, and then Gin, no, Don and Ginsburg. Yeah. So we got to see a lot of that today. And, you know, interesting they used the parallels in the elevators and stuff. You got to see it twice. But, okay, now they, I'm sorry, I kind of diver- detoured. Let's mm-hmm. get back to the, the Megan Sally thing. Really interesting in that first scene when she was, you know, just throwing it all back in Megan's face. So much anger and animus about you know, this, this new Anna thing. It just heaped on Megan. I'm going, wow. So quickly thrown at Megan, which should have been. What, what, why did she take the bait from Mom? She seems a little bit. I thought for why? Why would she well, not question? Well, it? she's twelve, but she did yeah. recover. 
and when she overheard what sure absolutely but i'm i'm why didn't she why didn't she you know because mom said ask megan and it seemed like such an obvious throw line like why why should i ask Megan? why am i not asking dad Mm -hmm. why am i why aren't you telling me I thought, you know, I was like, uh, she seemed like, uh, why didn't she go she, for uh, that? Oh, by the way, did you see how the mother greeted her, get your coat, from yeah. the beginning, yeah. just miserable, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and it has always been that way ev- with her. Yeah. Go get everyone. We have to leave. Yeah, okay. just not ever very warm or jovial. No. But no. do you think also some of the disappointment with uh, Sally and Megan is that Sally, I think, has looked at Megan as being, because she said, you were my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's sort of, in a way, she kind of holds her up to being a better mother mother role than, I'm yeah. than, than oh, yeah. Betty. And, so and I think that was that whole disappointment of and like you lied to me and you didn't confide in me. And much easier to be intimate with somebody who's not replacing your mother mm. but is your friend, friend even though yeah. it's mother figure and all that kind of mm. stuff so they can be close and girls and you know. Yeah and that's what I think over. she's kind of related to yeah. and she was disappointed tonight because yeah. it was like you're not my best girlfriend. <laughs> no, and you lied to me. You lied to yeah, me, you know. Like, no, actually, your mom do, lied yeah. to you. You're sharper than this. I, that's mm. the part where I think they. I would have liked a little bit more on that. Like, before she'd overheard something. That's that's kind of an easy out to hear overhear it. But she's she's brighter, and I would think that she would know something's up and would want to question that a little bit more before she went into. She slid into Megan too quickly for me. But I, I even though even saying that. I loved the scene. I thought they were great, and I thought the fact that she threw the, the words right back in Megan's face was terrific. So, t- so tell me about when now she goes back to the mom with uh, to Betty when yeah. she has all this knowledge. Yeah, because she's overheard Dawn, and that by the way, that was a great scene too with Megan mm-hmm. and Dawn, and uh, Megan, you know, again lying to to Sally because no, I won't say anything, but. I mean, well, and of course I she has to. And I like yeah. that with Don in the bedroom where he goes to call and he said, don't call her. Yeah. That's what mm. she wants. You know, yes. That's, that's how she smart That was kind of a light bulb then for him. Then she'll win. She wants this. Yeah, that's how mm. sharp no. Megan is, man. Mm. She knew all, you know, okay, Sally, this whole thing. And she figured, she knew right su- very soon into the thing that mom told her all this. Mm-hmm. Mom told you to ask me. And she said, so when did your mother tell you this? So she figures all this out. Not only does she figure that out, but she knows ahead. She steps ahead saying, she's just doing this to get the kid get in, fr- in between us yeah. and she has to calm Don down which I think there you go and she succeeds yeah mm-hmm. and, fi- and finally Don apologizes once again backs in down yeah. in a maroon sweater yeah backs <laughs> down and, ver- and of course you know ma- uh, Sally overhears all this and now she realizes oh okay I'm the pawn so when she goes back really you're going to manipulate me watch oh this yeah. let me show you how good I can manipulate <laughs> you exactly and what does she do with the mom yeah she ter- she, uh, she basically lies to her. She says, you know, oh, yeah, no, they told oh me all about it, and it's fine. They showed me pictures. They spoke fondly oh, of and, yep. and then she becomes really cruel, especially at the end during Thanksgiving dinner, where they finish serving the bird, and then yeah. uh, Betty goes to, say to eat, and they said, no, you have to wait and say grace, and, and yeah. Sally goes, oh, she's hungry, Bobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> just in a very yeah. cold voice. And, yeah. and totally. she conversely wanted no food. Yeah, I'm yeah. not hungry. Exactly. I'm okay. But I like, uh, you know, they, they, they had little uh, Betty after that one scene when uh, Sally tells her that they spoke fondly, that <laughs> throw, you know, does the nice little whatever. Oh, throw, yeah, yeah, t- you know, oh knock yeah. something off the table That's and right. stuff like that. Again, it's all passive aggressiveness. She's just all um, maybe manipulation. We, maybe we should t- before we jump off this topic. W- yeah. Let's talk about Megan and actually the show. The 1960s show, Dark, Dark Shadows, Shadows, which is the title of this episode. Did they have a Tim Burton tie-in for this week? I mean, <laughs> what a promotion. I know, I know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, sure. Well, not much of a promotion when they said the whole thing sucked. But, yeah. Yeah. but, 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 but yeah. I'm sure but it's I mean, just the name. Let me say this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's no coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they knew this movie was coming out. It's yeah. just perfect timing. Yeah. And it's vampires and we're dealing with demons and yeah. devils. Mm. and yeah, exactly. Um, 
And, and but anyway, let, she's with uh, a friend. Yeah, I who's guess, an uh, actress? Yeah. Julia, who's preparing for a role or, or audition, preparing uh, to audition for a role on Dark, Dark Shadows. Shadows, and Megan thinks it's a joke. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's I always think of it too. I mean, some of the 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 all the stuff that they're doing advertisements for as the company, yeah, Heinz and Snowball and all right. these things. You think of any kind of cultural references. Um, even you know stuff that's being revived for a movie. Of course, they would yeah. pitch that idea of, oh, you should do an episode that ties in with the old show. Yeah. It'll be great for your show, reference-wise. It'll be great for, for our movie that's coming out, and we'll make sure it comes out that week. So it's all advertising yeah. all in itself, but it's still. I mean, it, it makes a good plot point with yeah. the uh, with right. Megan and her actor friend. And again, yeah. that show was so far ahead of itself. I mean, today mm-hmm. we're yeah. W- how many years? What forty years later? We have to get Vampire Diaries. True Blood oh, yeah. and every other like for cocktail like <laughs> vampire show. Yeah. But yet forty years ago there was only one Dark Shadows. Mm-hmm. It was a, a soap opera uh, with with Barnabas <laughs> Collins and yeah. vampires. Yeah. And uh, and again, here we are in nineteen sixty six, this big yeah. progressive time. That's so just <laughs> interesting. Well for you me know, I did I did I, you know, and speaking about Julia versus Megan, for me what I really liked out of it that Megan is just so clueless to this world of really earning a spot. You know what I mean? In the advertising world she could just kind of mm. was good at it and uh, you know, because of Don kind of got to a place and rightfully so, again, she was good at it. But, sh- you know, the fact that she says, oh, some of uh, Julia says this to Megan, some of us has to wait tables when we're not mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she doesn't understand that world. She doesn't know earning it and things like that. And, um, yeah. yeah. Well, she it's said, just you know, deep. she's yeah, told she's lucky. Yeah. yeah. And Megan's response is, I am. Yeah. But the way the actress played it was was anything but feeling as though she was lucky. Well, and then, of course, when she says some of us have to wait tables for a living, and she's like, do you want me to apologize for yeah. for yeah. how, for my, you know, my position, yeah. the, you know, the state I'm in? I, I'm not going to. Like, but then she says she's sorry. Yeah. Right afterwards, but I don't know how much of it that I mean, do I have to apologize for owning AfterBuzz that's lost about <laughs> a half million dollars? <laughs> yes. Plus? Yes. <laughs> yes. You have to apologize to everybody, to. Kevin. You know what? How about you can help help us with how that, How can guys? we help? You can just go to iTunes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, if you would do that, if you could just go to iTunes for us, that would be a tremendous help because uh, you know, what really helps us is rating and commenting on us on the if iTunes. You go to, yes, if you go to, go iTunes, to iTunes and you go iTunes uh, and you go to the podcast section, you yeah. go to AfterBuzz TV Mad Men, you'll come upon our humble show. <laughs> and I'm proud to say that uh, we almost have a five-star rating. Yeah. You guys have been great. Been, yes, and thank um, you so much for those of you who have taken the time to do so. We really appreciate it, and your comments are great. And very helpful to us. And we need them. We need them to keep coming. You know, at at the end of the day, uh, although we do video and we know the video is the future, uh, audio is where it's at. We get over a million downloads now a week uh, from over 25 different countries. Mm -hmm. And the bulk of it comes from iTunes. And the more you rate and comment, uh, the better our standing is with iTunes. So please. And and, and by the way, criticism before that, questions, comments. Uh, even criticisms, you know, we yeah. read them, and you know, for a fact, a lot of people have said it's like, "Hey, guys, I love your show. I know you're excited, but you talk over each other, and that's a great note." And so, in, and 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 again, just the more of that, the better. And as John was about to say about the friendship, is this is important too. Tell a friend, tell Please. a friend, yeah, bring him in. Tell want to be part of the conversation. <laughs> tell a friend about okay. tell a friend about After Buzz. We do 50 different shows, and and if your friends also shop at Amazon, well, hell. 
Have them go to AfterBuzzTV.com, go to that banner, click on it, and, and buy from there because uh, um, all of your uh, all of it helps. We get a little kickback, and it'll keep the, keep lights, the lights on, on. as we say. So Roger has to do with Manischewitz. <laughs> <He's got> <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe oh my how God. bold they were. Well, I mean, uh, jaw-dropping. He's like, whoa, what did he say? Did he say that? Did he just say that? He did say that, didn't he? Well, I liked um, uh, oh, uh, Cooper's bit where he said, Mr. Yeah. Cam- uh, where he's talking about Pete with his interview. Right. Mr. Campbell's good for our business, but this client needs your, your finesse. Your, yeah, your finesse. Finesse. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he couches it. Oh, I Oh, I, let's not forget, I love the scene where he's going, but you, you know we're divorced. Well, he's talking, yeah. he's saying, but yeah. you know we're divorced. And he says, no, you, you mean I'm divorced from this, we're getting divorced the second wife. And yeah. <laughs> Robert Morse just goes, Already? I love that scene. It was just yeah. so. Yeah. It's like, um, how do you not ready? know I'm getting a divorce? You know, <laughs> backing up when they're all in the elevator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, it's that old versus young. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're a hip agency, a hep. hep. The world agency. continues without us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and, that, and again, in, in the 50s, hep was hip. In the 60s, it ch- hep became hip. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just hep, he, And he thought he was mispronouncing <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, and yeah. they're talking about the Mayflower. Yeah. Um, but, man, the exchange when Roger talks about, uh, talks to Ginsburg. Oh, yeah, brings Ginsburg oh into his God, office. Well, we down. normal people. And exa- well, Yeah, but before we even get to that, just to <laughs> set the stage, the whole thing about the dots and what does it mean, it's supposed to mean something, hey, have a seat, and he sits in... Rogers oh, he chair. sits right in Rogers. Yeah, his fancy <laughs> and the ro- the Rogers chair. like, hmm, okay. <laughs> it goes to the couch and everything, and he, you know, not gonna, uh, not gonna let that interfere or interrupt what I need to do here. So he sits him down, and then he starts with the. He, <laughs> he mentions he mentions Manischewitz <laughs> and Ginsburg's Greeks right away. He goes, "Oh, you assume I'm Jewish." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, and he said to him, he's like, you know, and and the product is. Cheap, so you relate, you know, you relate naturally. to that as well. Naturally, naturally, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheap, naturally. Oh my God! Yeah, it's like wow, jeez. Yeah, that's, you that's th- finesse for you. And you have that great moment too of again. This is, I think, this is the fourth time we've seen Roger reach into his yeah. pocket and pull yeah. out yeah. bribe he, money. Okay, here's the thing. I want you guys' opinions on this, and, and just just hear me out so I can lay this out for you. Okay. Now we know that the women are treated like crap in the in the right. 60s. We've seen it, but we are seeing some growth with them. Okay. Sure. Um, we haven't touched much upon the blacks anymore since we've gotten away from the Don, the secretary, and the VA. But now we're dealing with Jewish people. Mm-hmm. When I think of Peggy's exchange with Roger, yes, I feel like I feel like Peggy stood her ground better. Yeah, against Roger, or 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 in fact, Roger was more respectful there. It seemed like. Yeah, at least by this episode, that that uh, being a girl is better than being Jewish. It seemed like he got off for a couple hundred bucks. As long as you're a girl who's not Jewish, (laughs) what's that? As long as you're a girl who's not Jewish, right? Yeah, but did it seem that way to you guys? If you replay, just wait. If you replay in your head, yeah, the 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 exchange between Roger and Peggy Mm -hmm. when he needed to bribe her, and the exchange between Ginsburg and and Don. And uh, and uh, or in Gi- or Ginsburg and Roger. Ginsburg and Roger. Beg your pardon. Okay. So, you guys think about both of those exchanges, yeah. and it seems like Peggy did better. She and it wasn't because Peggy was better. It seemed like he was more yielding to Peggy. She also got more money. I think she got four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's her. what I'm saying. So I'm thinking, uh, are in this world are 
Well, he certainly values Peggy more. Is it's it like because she's a woman? Because she's been there longer? I mean, you I, think I, that's I, just I, it, I think though? it's all tied in. I don't think you can. I don't think you can extricate the two. I think it is because mm. she's been there longer. I think it is because he's Jewish. Uh, I think he does value Peggy. Uh, yes, because she's been there longer. Yes, because I think he values her as a woman over him as a Jew. Well, I also think he had th Ginsburg as a the token. I don't think Peggy got her job as a token woman. I don't think they were thinking at that point no, that they were going to no. employ that's a true. woman. They did hire so him. she really earned that remember? job. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think Ginsburg doesn't really have a lot of respect yet because he was hired as the token, as token. Jew. Yeah. So especially Roger was very much about we got to hire the Jew. So yeah. of course he doesn't have any respect for her. Whereas for Peggy, yeah. she kind of earned I, her yeah, role. I think it's clear he doesn't have a lot more respect yeah. for her. Yeah. No, no, not yeah. a lot. It's but still a woman. I mean, yeah. they're still low. Yeah. But I, my guess is Matt Weiner was making a statement that, that so. even I Jewish people that. are even, mm. that's how low they were, that they even were lower than the yeah. females. Yeah. I, I would agree because we're seeing Megan grow. We're seeing that. We're not yeah. seeing, we're not seeing it with, with the Jewish people, although we're seeing Ginsburg be an absolute rock star, yeah, mm. with his uh, with ability, his, with his talent. Yeah. Well, you're getting and you're getting the off-the-cuff racist remarks about uh, about yeah. Jewish people, especially with the wine, where it's like they make wine for Jews and now they want to sell it to normal people yeah. and cheap. Oh, well, that's you know natural, natural for you. Well, can we like, can we talk about Don and Ginsburg? Yes. I thought that was yeah, again that was old and great. old and new once again. Yeah, uh, at it. Yeah, but before we go to that, because okay, we're still on sorry. the story, thing, let's go to the dinner. The dinner that they Ooh, had, the sales yes. dinner. Sorry. Okay, yeah. so oh. yeah, they're at the sales dinner. Uh, you know, he's convinced Jane to come out with him. She's only going to do it because she wants the apartment. He agrees to that. He says, because, you know, Roger's really good at just giving anybody what they want, especially when it's money. <laughs> but he knows in the end he'll come out ahead. Yeah. So they're at the dinner, and they're having the, you know, the little tete-a-tete uh, -tete and the fun, you know, small talk and, you know, charming and all that stuff. And this is where Roger's finesse really comes in. Because he is he's a lot of finesse, he's a lot of charm there. He's yep. really good at it until the sun comes, <laughs> and I mean the sun is S O N. <laughs> yeah. And wow, wow, that he looked like Roger twenty years ago. I mean that's why he reminded me of you know he was, he was already making the moves on Jay. When I was her age, I rode a tramp steamer from Bar Harbor to Hilton Head. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Did you get that feeling that you know it was like? Didn't, don't you think he recognized Roger and right, recognized himself and the kid? No, anybody? I didn't get that feeling, but that I doesn't mean it's, I'm not right. I saw, the th I saw his, um, I guess, his idea of a threat in him. I don't know mm -hmm. if he saw himself, but he certainly well, saw a threat of... Well, of uh, I think it was just a male ego thing here? because exactly, he was a yeah. young guy. He's always like, flirting with, even yeah. though they're not married anymore, there's yeah, still the that kind of that. possessiveness thing, which I think led to Roger's yeah. action later oh, of taking possession again but yeah. John, of Jane. But John may be onto something because, yeah. remember... Um, Roger's second generation. It was his dad yeah. that built mm. the business. Now here's he's meeting with the father of the Manischewitz company, yeah. and in yeah. comes the son. Mm. Yeah, and you know, so you're right. you said you, you you came in a steam truck. Now look at you now. So he's he knows that world. He That's knows right. That. Yeah. yeah, and like they the have the yachts in common right. too. What's that? The yachts. You know, they're yeah, both the whole interested yacht. in yachts. Yeah. So. I think you're right, John. So. So well, I did love how he asked the what kind of what boat do you have, and they yeah. never answered. He never <laughs> answers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I completely agree with mm. you. The reason why the whole thing happened with Jane afterwards was yeah. because he saw somebody else paying attention, attention to, to her. her. Yeah, Absolutely. someone younger and someone. And even yeah. though you know he's, he's you know they're getting divorced, and he made sure everybody knew it. Well, 
he made, it was clear between he and Jane and all that kind of stuff. But then how <laughs> sad that was that, you know, for Jane? I it mean, was really like sad. And she so tells sad. him, wait. I started to feel so sorry for this I woman. Saying, she sort of said, wait, yeah. and then she just acquiesced. It was yeah, like she no didn't backbone, no spine. And no spine. You, you wonder, okay, now here, that's that woman. Now yeah. you wonder, a, a more contemporary woman. Mm. And we've talked about Jane being in that yeah. middle zone, not really being the old school, not being the young mm. school. What would Megan have done? Would Megan been able to stand up and say no? I'm sure she would have. I think, yeah, I think yeah. she would have been more likely to say no. Yeah. Most likely. I think yeah. so. I think so. Yeah, because Jane obviously knew this wasn't rekindling their no, relationship. Yeah, she knew, she knew uh, what, what it was all about. And either she was just really lonely, whatever yeah. it was, it was almost she like allowed herself to do yeah. that. And, and then uh, just so tragic, at the next morning, yeah. it's uh, finally the light, and you see that the boxes, mm. and she hasn't moved in, and the place is just... She can't live there. Because yeah, she says, you've ruined you've it now. Ruined it you've ruined it off. You've just it. Tr- I just go, oh, oh, man. I know. Man, why did you... Why? Why did you why? let it happen? Exactly. If you knew going in, you, yeah. even, you even know Thank that you. moment. Uh, well. Wait, wait, wait. Well, he's a, he's amazing. Oh, yeah, he's terrific. He's amazing. And I remember yeah. the time. Yeah. And she was. Uh, by the way, she was also very hesitant to do this. I mean, she right off the bat said, you know, take Joni. She's professional. Yeah. As, as she says. But so. she wanted an apartment out of it. So yeah, which is that was her currency, and that's what she was able to get out of it. Mm. But <laughs> didn't even not. get that. And, and <laughs> I thought it was the, the, gr- the line she said, "You get everything you, you want." You want, yeah. And in Roger's mind, he doesn't. Nope. No, nobody but does. No. Well, and it was interesting to say that about Joni because deep down she knows that if there's anyone that this guy loves, it's Joni. It's Joni. Mm. Yeah. So, and she obviously is aware of that on some level. Yeah. Wow. So and okay. And how amazing is Joni with Don? Oh yeah. <laughs> She's good with everybody, man. She's except for the the hubby. But well, anyway. she was at the end. She yeah, that's true. Finally, so but yeah, she's really savvy. <laughs> she really got it going on. So was there anything <coughs> more uh, uh, with Roger and that? I, I think we've exhausted that. They finally get the gig, don't they? No, the, no. The, the, I thought the, the the whatever. I don't know who came up with the bus. I'm assuming it was Ginsburg. That was an interesting little pitch. Yeah, no, they did get the pitch because he came pitch. back and said they yeah. they bought it. How about the Man of Shepherds guy that called them out and was like, did you just come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> and he said, oh, oh, we had a couple yeah, people. Yeah, we just had my people. Just, you know, you know. And again, so just, you know, bobbing and weaving easily, just effortless the way he does those things. Really well done. Yeah, we're really prepared, well and we wanted to show you what we were thinking yeah. about. Right. Go yeah. with us or not, we have yeah. an idea. <laughs> All right, so that that leads us to Dawn. We have to get <laughs> into the Dawn Ginsburg thing. Do, so the whole thing at the top with the, the car, and she, he sees that Ginsburg is making some inroads. And, and, and by the way, you know, the, the you guys, check out the 66 Tornado. Tornado, mm. very uh, nice. Let Jay Leno owns one. Uh, yeah. What is it? Who, who made it? Made by Oldsmobile. Oh, it old? okay. okay. It's actually front-wheel drive, which was, you know, unheard of for a muscle car. Right. And if you check it out, you guys, just if you Google, uh, or big, excuse me, Bing, uh, the 1966 Oldsmobile Tornado, it's a, an amazing-looking futuristic car. Yeah. Pop-up lights. Um, wow. I actually looked into buying one a few years ago. It's just that L.A., it's it's LA tra- for LA traffic. I hate having a big car. It's like a yeah. vintage car now because it's oh, sort of course. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what would have stopped in the sixties? But, but I yeah, yeah. yes. But okay. what I but what I no actually they made the Tornado into the eighties. They oh. did. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It was like but a Buick Riviera was the was the uh, was very similar to it. Gotcha. They, okay. But but I'm saying the mm. style of the '66 is yeah. crazy and yeah. it's very hot and very modern, very futuristic. And uh, of course, bright red. Yeah. yeah, and Ginsburg's name is on it. That's the most representing thing. 
the new. The most thing. important yeah. thing yeah. is it's, and, it's the and, new guard. And mm-hmm. here's the other thing. It's not Peggy's. He, he points out it's not Peggy's. Why well, she really was hit by the hind thing. But more than anything, I think what he's speaking to is Peggy's kind of his protege. Mm. And she's not. It's somebody else. He's seeing this new threat coming. Exactly. Especially when he sees his folder of. That's right. And there's no way Peggy could usurp his power because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. But this who new warned guy Peggy? Remember when Peggy first interviewed Ginsburg? Who yeah. was the one that warned Peggy that you wouldn't hire someone that's going to be that good because they will be competition? Well, I think yeah, that was one of her guy. colleagues. Yeah. yeah. But, but one of her colleagues true. said, yeah. I can't remember which one said it. She though. sort of wasn't afraid of yeah, it, well but yeah. it's kind of coming it's true. By the way, it's classic office politics, mm. but I would expect a Catholic like Peggy to do no less than what she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is just, oh, no, but he'll be good to work with. Yeah, he'll exactly. be good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> good but, uh, but, yeah, someone more business savvy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, any, any uh, I can't tell you how many jobs yeah. in Hollywood that I've not gotten because they knew so that, that I was going to threaten them. So it happens yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. So there's the ticking time bomb. You got Don seeing Ginsburg's name on the stuff. Then you see Don looking at the private folder of Ginsburg's all his ideas and, and being kind of impressed by them. It kills him the fact that he laughs. Uh, he actually he laughs finds some of Ginsburg's them funny. Stuff. On a Saturday and dressed yeah. casually. Yeah. Casual Plain Don. clothes Don yeah. in so this episode. So it brings him into the office. <laughs> we haven't seen him come into the office. Or, or if he's in the office... He's not even working. But, but to have him be there on a weekend. Yeah. And, and he was bored. He was, yeah. And he was mm-hmm. bored. So <laughs> yeah. he was basically just trying to get away from the house. That, but I'm also thinking he sees this and he's like, there's a threat here and, I, and I'm bored. Here. I'm, you know, and, and he's trying to do work and it's like half-assed. What the hell is he y- talking into the recorder for? And, yeah. like, and he comes up with this thing. And when he pitches the ideas, there's kind of mixed reactions. They're kind of lame. It's oh, kind of yeah. soft. You see him losing it. I yeah. Mean, just him and the dictaphone. And come out yeah. coming up with a, a snowball's chance in hell. It was like, nah, yeah. but it, it but wasn't this groundbreaking idea right. like he's always like has. he's had before. And, yeah. and then when when um, Ginsburg says, "Oh, no, oh, it's impressive. <laughs> that's actu- really that's actually good. Actually, actually good. good. You haven't done for, it for a while yeah. for you to be out of the game <laughs> for so long. It's really, and come with it's really nice, you know, for yeah. you not to write for so long to yeah. come yeah. up with an idea that's, that's actually good. Ooh. Jesus, what? What, I mean, I, and again, that's the stupidity of youth. <laughs> I mean, right. to say stuff like that. And, and but also the, uh, you know, the. Uh, but you know, when it, when it talked about uh, backing up a little bit, when it talked about characters people yeah. hate. Yeah. Remember, it was like a police chief. It could be yeah. An Indian chief. <laughs> yeah. All, Even he has his own prejudice. Yeah. All all yeah things people hate. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Or a pig. <laughs> yeah. And I was going, okay, was a pig? Is that a veiled reference? Yeah, and to by the Jewish way, thing when Ginsburg sat in the. It, when Ginsburg sat in um, Roger's chair, yeah. it seems much deeper than him just being cool and obnoxious. It seems symbolic. Yeah, that I, he uh, he will sit in the captain's chair one day. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't think he. I don't think it was a. Uh, it was certainly wasn't a conscious thing. At least I didn't read that when he sat in that. It was almost like you know, an unaware thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it is. I mean, to, certainly to Roger, certainly to Don, those kinds of things that are more symbolic than just. Oh, the guy doesn't well, let me ask you this: Did he, did he even was he even asked to sit yet? Yeah, he, he said was. have a seat. Oh, Roger did he say that because I know that's like a, a big thing. Like most kids nowadays too, they just kind of assume you have a seat. Yeah, and the whole oh. point is no, you have to be asked, asked. to be seated. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah, but offered. But I thought it was great that he offered his again that 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 you recklessness of youth. That he offers his opinion beyond what he needs to, and it's, it gets himself in hot water and doesn't even realize that he's insulted Don. Don says. Oh, thanks. I'm glad I could surprise you. And still doesn't get it. Yeah. Still is unaware. It's like, this guy's not what paying ab- attention. And what about he was quoting some poem, and it was like, yeah, yeah. you need to read the rest of the I poem. I don't know the poem. 
Nobody Unfortunately, I d- and I didn't have time to look it up before. This is what comes happens when you go up five. That's minutes right. Yeah, we don't <laughs> have enough time sorry, to research. Time to sorry, to our, to sorry to our fans. <laughs> so that so not only does he when he makes the pitch in the room when they're first talking about it, but then when they have an artwork put together and they show it to Pete and the other guys, his his idea loses. Don's idea loses to Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. So he just th- th- for me it was the technique. You knew Don was going to do something every step of the way. This kid's coming. Here this comes kid's the coming. New guard. It's like, man, I got to do something here. And, so, and, he, and what he does is leaves it in the cab. He yep. leaves the artwork in the cab. So you only b- and then he, his rationale is, I only like to po- pitch one mm. idea. It's weakness, it's to, weakness do two. to do two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of right. But, but I, the thing, <coughs> just to give Don a little bit of credit on this, I, I get the feeling that anything with Ginsburg has got nothing to do with the fact that Ginsburg's Jewish. When it comes to Don, I don't think that no, matters I, at all to him. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he cares. What do you think yeah. about that? Because you had, uh, early on in the episode, you had picked up the whole anti-Semitism. Back from Don? Oh no, just the general. The general, general note yeah. of that. That was just the, the the most that I had picked that up with. Um, was just I mean, with Cooper as the oldest mm. member of the of the company, essentially saying just the Semitic wife and talking. Yeah. It, yeah. it was just you don't think it bothers Don that on those things it's Ginsburg, 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 Jewish, Jewish, Jewish. No, I don't, don't get that sense. I don't yeah. see that. I see more. I, I see more exactly of the of the new. He the seems very fair-minded. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, I think, think it's Don there, but I think it's lesser. It's I don't know. I tend to think Don takes people at... I don't think things like whether they're a woman or whether they're Jewish or whether... But he, he is a product of the time, and I don't he, think that... He considers that. Yeah, I whether think it's black. there. I just don't think it's I on the surface. Where it is with Roger, he can't... It's just all over the place, but I, I don't think, think yeah. Don has it. I think, I think, I think beginning of the series up till maybe season three, you saw a lot of some of that subtle racism and sexism of the times with Don and by now it's really starting to shed and he's really I mean he's really seen especially when he's married to Megan he's being yeah. more, a little more open minded so that could be there but I just didn't pick up on that with Don I picked it mm. up with so especially it with Roger and Cooper and, Cooper, and yeah. um, I mean just the whole I, the yeah. whole conversation about Manischewitz yeah because yeah. Yeah. I think so. for Don it's just the ego thing of the young kid kind of you know so let's it's a competitive thing. It's yeah. not, uh, yeah, not I think nothing it to do with that. where who But let's is. talk about it. so so yeah uh, so I, I, I we can be in agreement that uh, sure it is it's weak to go in with two ideas. You can say that you can argue it the other way. Y- y- your your idea is so strong you don't mind being competitive with anybody. So who knows? But it's interesting that he chose to leave it in the cab. I mean, mm-hmm. was, you know, wha- why? Why d- why even take it? Or if or, you know what's the you know uh, well for me well, it should have yeah. been I mean you know again he's uh, we're talking about him kind of being weaker throughout this whole season maybe yeah. he is finally being a little bit stronger but you know he commissioned both things to to have artwork done he should have just been like no we're gonna go with the the yeah. devil and that's yeah. it well I I'm guessing that he uh, <coughs> he thought his devil idea would win until they saw it until Pete and whomever voted the other one. So he did the artwork thinking, ah, once they see everything, I'll, I'm sure I'm going to win. I think I'll also. So I think his hubris got to him there. I think but also. Then when it didn't. I think also, too, he doesn't want to show any form of insecurity mm-hmm. to new employees, especially at the beginning where um, Joan said, you know, you're, an, you're the creative administrator. Yeah. I think that was the term. Yeah. Um, he's not in his old job where he was the rainmaker yeah. client. He, was, he wasn't the guy who brought in clients. He's more of the manager of mm. these creatives. And he's not ready to take that role. Mm-hmm. And by the way, who knows what was edited? Who knows what something what happened in the cab to mm. trigger that decision? Yeah, to say exactly. F this. Yeah. It's my move. You know, what? Yeah. leave that thing behind. And um, he waits till it's empty, too. He sa- they say, do you need a hand? And he yeah. says, no, I'm not taking both. And then they step out, and he waits for a moment and drops w- it. Can we talk out. about them in the elevator? 
Yeah, but uh, before oh, we can get there, I want to finish this real quick because, you know, we're all of him, you know, we're talking about him being weaker this season. Well, mm-hmm. passive every aggressive st- too. It's yeah, because every me. step it's of the way, it's it's not just weaker. He's just become this passive aggressive person, yeah. which is kind of something I didn't think. A Don lot was. of that we saw. And today. I think even that move with the taxi thing is a passive aggressive. It you is. Know? Oh, I left it in the cab. I'm not saying he said that. But if oh, he's the sorry. alpha male, he would have said from the get go. No, we're going with this one. I was a. I was a big four times he could have said that. Yeah. I was a big fan of the very end where it's Gins- him and Ginsburg in the elevator. Yeah, but before we get but before we get yeah. to that, we're still talking about this because what mm. I want to know is what do we think that that's what are they doing with the character there? What are they going to show? What's the arc now? He's getting weaker because the alpha male wouldn't uh, doesn't yeah, do that. Yeah, but the young the young guard the alpha male is being threatened. I know that's what I'm wondering. But wouldn't you assert guard. yourself even more? But even like just re- referring back but to last week when you, Megan you decided that you know he's doing this you every would, time. You would then assert he, yourself more, but yeah. but he's also in a quandary mm-hmm. at at home. He's in yeah. a quandary over mm-hmm. his talents, and there's the side of him who kind of doesn't care anymore about the yeah. job. But then mm-hmm. he's trying to rally and care. Mm-hmm. And you're so you're also seeing the younger generation and the younger em- employees acting out more. I mean, <coughs> Ginsburg a couple episodes ago where they had a pitch and then he. As soon as it was done, they said it was great, and he pitched his other idea that they didn't even bring up in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're being more outgoing, and they're certainly more assertive vocally. Yeah, I, no, I'm a, you know I'm what, John? A, I'm not an argument. It ain't over. I know. That, but, it but ain't I, over. I mean, yeah. Normally you aggressive him, but it might. I know, but that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm wondering is because you, you would expect that he would be mm-hmm. aggressive first and then have that backfire and then try something else. Yeah. He's. St- I mean, I think there's a lot of life left in yeah. the show, and I think you're going to see exactly. I, I'm that. hoping so because it was a, it was a very interesting that we went down that road rather than, than than what you would expect to see, at least in my view. It's yeah. like, what are they doing this? Why is it, you know five steps along? The, you know, where's the guy that would take charge and go? No, we're doing this one. I'm only well, here's doing one, here's and this is the one I'm doing. I think he did take. T- uh, Maybe you call it passive aggressive, but I think he took a little bit charge back in the elevator mm-hmm. with, yeah. with that line yeah. of well, yeah. "I don't care about you at all." He, yeah, yeah that, that's vintage yeah. Don. Yeah. That was vintage Don. That was, but yeah. we haven't seen him for a exactly. while. That, I mean, that's what I was going. I okay, feel. Yeah. I, no, he said. I feel. Uh, Ginsburg says. I feel, I feel sorry, sorry for you. you. Mm. Yeah. I don't and think about you at all. I don't and, think I, about and Don's response is, "I don't think about you at all." Yeah. So that's the Don we we. And it was just so man. It was you see that old Don, especially in the line before that, Mm. where he says, and it's like, oh, that's my idea, and it would have been better. It's like, I guess I'm lucky you work for me. Yeah, Mm. it's just putting him in his place, letting him know. Good stuff. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, yeah, there you (laughs) go. And again, I'm the parallels. We saw a lot of, you know, we saw Sally taking on the older Megan. We saw Peggy taking on the older Roger. We saw Ginsburg taking on the older. And they each, and I love the parallel scenes with the two elevators with Roger and Peggy. Mm-hmm. And then you got to see, um, uh, you know, Don and, and Ginsburg. Boy, that was totally different. Yeah. And, and their outfits, you know, Ginsburg's yeah. in the plaid. Yeah, and, he's know, crazy. Crazy, <laughs> you know, again, much yeah. more modern. <laughs> and yeah. he's, he's much more. And even their, the, 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 the visual of them, you know, Don being so tall and big. And then Ginsburg is kind of like, you know, and, and rumpled a little bit. And mm-hmm. that was just a good, good, good look. That's a great look. So. Anyway, uh, that w- that, uh, thank you for hanging out uh, for w- with me on that because I wanted to get to that point before we got to the elevator. But the elevator was a great scene. Mm. Loved that scene. Very well written, very sharp, and, you know, uh, concise. <laughs> nice. Executives do need a separate elevator. They That's do. what I did. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah, Roger, that, that was, was great. That I think that was the funniest Roger line this yeah, episode. Yeah, that was mm. really good. That was good. <laughs> Well, you know, the only thing else I wanted to talk about when we have a, a few minutes here was uh, Pete's little fantasy. 
Oh, yes. Oh. What we'd be fine wow. with the fantasy. I mean, the scene was like, whoa, whoa, where are we going here? <laughs> What's going on yet, here? Little Rory Gilmore. Yet another <laughs> yet another example of, of AMC kind of pushing their boundaries yeah. as to how far they can go. I mean, last week, I think it was last week with the with the Beatles cover, which wasn't exactly the cover, and they said... Which we'll talk about in our yeah. special segment. Yeah, turn, turn the music off, and you have Ginsburg actually swearing, and they had to mute that out, but yeah. the actual performance was there. Yeah. And then, of course... Little Rory Gilmore, uh, the actress yeah. uh, Alexis uh, yeah, Bledel. Yeah. Yes, her in just a fur coat with nothing else mm, on. I mean, well, that's she had a little lingerie, a little, little bit, yeah, nothing hand. up the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, but um, L- L- enough to keep us guessing. Girls. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. right. <laughs> wow, but you know, and, and you, how disappointed were we when it was actually a fantasy? <laughs> I'm feeling sorry for Pete. He's kind yeah, of really... Poor Pete. Well, he's really <coughs> fallen for this very, woman. <laughs> and also very consistent with this character, mm-hmm. yeah. where it was all about the New York Times article, oh, I'm going to finally yeah. get attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And then when he doesn't get and it... He, he equivocates that that attention is actually going to get him laid. Yeah. That's some imagination you've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and of course, I mean, last week he was so assertive with his uh, need to continue that affair. Yeah. I mean, he, I was hoping that it wouldn't be over in this little midday fantasy. Well, I'm not over? sure I'm it not is because no, of the way he... Well, she I mean gave him a clue last year with a little heart, so yeah. it's not like... Not over. It's not oh, over. Yeah, not it's over. not, not and by a long shot. When he's on the train with Howard at the end, that's bold. Whoa! I like that. How bold is that? Oh, man. Man. Yeah. How about, you know... Tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spend your spend then, the week, spend the holiday yeah. with her, and I'll go home and screw you. And wife. Howard, not even <laughs> thinking it's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> like she must be, you know, like, he, oh. his mind. She mustn't be very oh sexual. Oh my yeah. God! How tragic mm. is that? And how typical. That's true. How typical. Just, just no respect, no just regard. Typical mm. male, and just, just so self-absorbed. Oh you know. my God! <laughs> that was just tragic. Well, I think we've exhausted yes. our topics, and I think we'll oh, go to our just break. Just want to talk a little oh, bit wait, more wait, about that New York What's Times that? article. Yes, yeah, sure. oh, yeah, wasn't that course. kind of basically saying that this, because he thought he pitched it, from my understanding, watching it, as they or the hip, the hip advertisers in the New York Times didn't even yeah they didn't include even them. Yeah. Isn't that a huge thing? And they what was the Peter Paul and Mary? This they was like went, another. That, that was another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and but again, I mean, that's Peter Paul and Mary is you know mid to late sixties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the totally an epitome of the sixties uh, music scene and the late sixties music scene. You know, not uh, uh, you know not Motown, not it, mm-hmm. it. It's that which was taking us to Woodstock and all those other places, and so to. To reference them, it's basically the new guard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So th- this this article is about the newer guard than what yeah. they are now. Yes. So yeah. I thought that was a qu- quite a slap, yeah, really, because they came in as the, the they were the hotshot <laughs> advertising well, group, d- well, and already they're old guard. And if you take away Ginsburg and maybe Peggy, I mean, yeah. Pete doesn't represent the new guard. No, no. he's the old school. He's old school. Yeah, masquerading, you know, mm-hmm. as as a young person. Yeah, he's kind of like Jane in that sense. He's not. He's not of <coughs> the old school, and he's certainly not the younger. So, all right. So, Phil, if you would please take us to our break. Oh, wait. What are we going to do after the break? Buzz. I told well, you well what's up? What's up? Wait. <laughs> he's wondering what we're well, you know, because you know, you want to make sure they come back. Yeah, we're going to do our. Beatles. Catherine, tell us what are you, what are we going to talk our about? Our special segment is the Beatles. Oh well, just how this show continues to make news every time after the show goes on, and this was massive news this week about the use of the Beatles song. So right. incredible. We'll incredible. come back and talk about it. Nice. Right. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. 
And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right, we are back. And as our resident journalist, <laughs> I'm going to turn this over to you. <laughs> Talk to us about the news that uh, that uh, Madman made with the Beatles. Extraordinary! Oh, like yes. the, the, this show since the beginning. I think uh, this season more than any of the past seasons, yeah. episode by episode, there has been such a flow on from the first one with the dooby dooby doo, and you know, yeah. the, even that Howard Johnson made massive right. news, and then this was even bigger. Again, because we had a Beatles song that was used yeah. in last week's episode. Very rare. Very rare. Well, extremely rare. Tomorrow Never Knows was used at the end of the episode right. from the Revolver album because Dom was kind of trying to catch up with the youth. And this was just unprecedented because yeah. basically, you know, um, well, first of all, it was reported that something has never been licensed like this from the right. Beatles. <clears throat> uh, and extremely expensive to license any Beatles songs, as they mentioned in the, yeah. in the show. So it's reported that uh, they must have paid up to about 250000 to yeah. just get this minute or minute and a half of song. I Man. mean, and, and it is pretty unprecedented. It was used, apparently, this song back in the 60s when there was a Beatles cartoon. Does anyone remember a Beatles cartoon? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do remember that. I, I mean, so, I never saw it, but I do yeah, remember they did it. Yeah, so that was it. But then Matthew Weiner just said that he really felt that he needed to do this because Beatles is so, yeah, so iconic so relevant and so, and so relevant to yeah. this era. And he really had to do a lot to get this song even. Basically, yes. he had to get like script approval and he almost had to construct the episode last Which week. Which he normally does not He do. would never let anyone read his script. And yeah. this was what's incredible. Or even do the story. He doesn't yeah. even tell them the story. Tell them the storyline. And basically, he had to do this to Apple, who owns the licensing for the Beatles songs. He had to agree to that, which is something that he would never do just to be able to get this song. You, in. you guys think it's a worthwhile investment? Well, well the I fact that they've gotten so much press yeah, out of it, I don't know whether that was the intention, but yeah. the fact that this has just created New York Times did a huge article, LA Times did a huge article. I mean, it. just the talk and the chatter about this. Then, yeah, it was from that it. point of view, I don't know if that was the intentional. I think for Matthew Weiner, it was just about being artistic and mm. that the fact I need to get the Beatles. Well, we that's what I'm asking it. more yeah. artistically. Do you think it paid off? Because for me, I totally think it did. Yeah. Revolver was yeah. the album that mm. that. Bridge the Beatles from being bubblegum into what they grew to from 66 to 69. Of yeah. course, it just it fits perfectly with the show. And I thought last week's episode was amazing. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I thought they picked the perfect song. So for me, I love when um, I love when producers and networks will write the check for something. You know, I talk, yeah. I was talking to someone from HBO. I'm like, how the hell did you write a check for John Adams? Yeah. All yeah. of that. Because where do you get your money back? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I mean, and they, you know, and they said, you know, 
we really kind of don't, but we we monetize in other ways. We, it gives yeah. us respectability, mm -hmm. and yeah. you know, there's other ways. And so, but because uh, then you have more and more actors wanting to work for HBO, so then you you, you 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 do make yeah, your money I mean, from it, just not directly necessarily. You I mean, hope to make right, and uh, yeah. you know, the old, old speaking of old New Guard, old Guard doesn't get that. They're all no. I'm from Mississippi, the Show Me State. They yeah. want money right <laughs> in their hand, yeah. but uh, you know, the newer Guard understands that there's such a value to the extra publicity or um, or just something really very cool creatively. And I think and just so, so, so yeah. essential for, you know, that scene with Don to be playing mm. Revolver. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, and not getting it. And not getting it. No other band could have would, would have fitted into and, that scene. I mean, if you had a Beatles-like yeah. band, it just would not have worked. That scene had to be. Had to be. And then yeah. the, the, tomorrow never knows. Yeah. I mean, the whole meeting we've Everything about. worked yeah. just perfectly. Like, yeah, like Weiner does on, uh, you know, everything he does in the show, it just all connects so well. And, you know, it's funny. Who would have thought, you guys, when we started watching this however many seasons ago, that we would see Don as an old, older oh, man? Yeah. You know, know. isn't it? That's, that's it doesn't blow you away. It doesn't blow you. But again, I buy it because you were an old man at 40, 40 you know, back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you <laughs> We'll, now we'll, we all fall old. A little hot. <laughs> a little hot on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Didn't blow anybody's ears out on that <laughs> All right. Well, that's... And, of course, we won't be playing any of that Beatles songs because yeah. it would oh, be way too expensive. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. But the other little thing about the trivia about the Beatles is the first song that was in that episode, not the first one, but the, 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 they were looking for a knockoff song that sounded yeah. like the Beatles, and they played some song, and I can't remember the name of it at the moment, and everybody's listening to it. I go, oh, what? Who is this? You know, they, you know. Well, c actually, can I just read that? Yeah, go bit, right yeah, ahead. A, another hit of Beatles, a, a bit of Beatles trivia referenced in the episode "September in the Rain." There the Wedgwoods track that Draper and his colleagues contemplate as a substitute for an authentic Fab Four tune is one of 15 songs the Beatles performed at a 1962 audition for Decca Records. <laughs> that label turned them down. The Beatles signed with Parlophone. The rest is twisting, shouting, <laughs> walrus identifying history. There you go. <laughs> wow, there it is. We binged that earlier. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Being is, is for doing, after all. That's right. Speaking of doing, let's do our predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. All right, who's got anything? Here's what, here's what I hope. I hope we see more of Don, the elevator Don. Yes, I want <clears> that Don back. And I hope we see it, and I hope we see him fail at it. So that there's more for him, th more grist for the mill, mm. and he can have to find, I got a, in. find a new way to, uh, you know, be in the world. Because we're gonna. See I mean, I think all I can see is I think you, you, you know, we we know that um, Pete and this and 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 and, and the mistress, are, they're, they're gonna roll around again. I think yeah, so. that's bound and to I, keep going. Yes. And I think the overall thing is we're gonna continue to see old guard versus new guard. My prediction yeah. is that at the end of the season. Old Guard will win, only to, of course, be to defeated. In the next season. Because yeah. it did. Do you yeah. feel the, that um, Don and Megan's marriage is going to really... Do you think it's strong, or do you think that he's no. kind of... Walk, he's walking <clears throat> on egg, no. eggshells with her. He's made concessions. Yes. She, she's no housewife. Yeah. Uh, he, he's almost gotten what he wished for. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I think that it's, it's only going to get worse, the fact that right. 
she basically when she said yeah i am lucky yeah. and the fact that she can conjure tears so easily yeah. is she she doesn't feel very good about her life with him and but i think the fact wait a minute but she said she's you're everything i dreamed you would be <laughs> right but so he's I, not I, being himself well i know but th- i think that's the problem i think she problem. actually but is then believing like, the okay mm, no but everything you d- you know dreamed you would be so so imagine John twenty six. That's the end of your dreams. That's I, what do, I, mean, I don't I think, think that meant that was a good thing. Oh, so I, I think in her mind at the moment. It yes, is. and the sub but the subtext is yeah. She's too young for it to just end there, and that's what the, her father had said. Right, and but I also you're think settling because the, the, it's a whole dream thing. Yeah, it's a dream. You're not it's living not in reality. Real. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And and I think the fact that on a Saturday he's in the office, yeah. and if he was in the office, you guys, and his sleeves were rolled up, and he was sketching away. I yeah. get it. Mm. But he's he not. Was. He's smoking. He's looking he's out the yeah, window. He's stretching. He's, stretching. he's doing. He's but blah. he's not home with his no. wife no, or I, his kids. He or didn't his have kids. To do with it. So no, I think that we're on thin ice. I think yeah. we're on thin ice all over the place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, everything's just like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but, mo- but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that I don't think Pete's gonna be uh, with Beth. Because it's so good that Pete just fantasizes but can't <laughs> have her. Yeah. You think that's the Pete. Night, you think Pete doesn't get. He always like falls that. short. Yeah, he does. So no. I'm, I'm, it, they may happen, but it's gonna it's it's gonna be a while. It, and it happens again. It's gonna be horrible. But, uh, but bad's gonna be. No, no. I, what I'm what I say happen again is is I think another roll in the hay. I don't see yeah. them leaving their partners no, and getting married. No, no, not no. at all. But I see it, it creating trouble. Yes. Lots of trouble yes, for him. Absolutely. Of course, I love you. <laughs> I'm giving up my life to be with you, aren't I? <laughs> okay. Very nice. Thank you very much, Phil. All right, anybody else got any other predictions for us? I'm just excited to see clips with Lane again. It's been a few oh, episodes. Oh, I can't too, wait. We it's love been Lane. too many yeah. episodes what without we, him. What do we think? Do you think Betty's going to lose the weight? By the end Probably of the- not. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I w- I'd love to see her I mean, lose I the weight. I hope not. But and I, w- <laughs> I would love it, but John, it was back in that time. They generally didn't. I know, yeah. but it would be interesting if she did. And what if she did and made a play for Don? <laughs> huh? I know she's such an old lady now, like yeah, you said, with be, the house. But it would be interesting because that would that be. do with the Megan Don thing. I mean, she already's trying to drive a know, wedge yeah, there. It ruined it. First episode of the season in a in a pink house coat. Yeah. yeah, we're done. All All right. Right. No, I think she might come back. I think once she loses the baby weight, the real. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 I had heard. We might see her in a skinny dress Jen, again. I heard Jenny Ray Jones is moving on to movies and all that stuff last yeah. year. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just think it's time to kind of phase that out. Phase her out. Well, well let's let, uh, let our audience know where they can find us if they want to get a hold of us. Oh, yeah. yes. No, uh, Twitter, follow me at, uh, at JJG32. That's easy to remember. Yeah. At Undergaro. Catherine. I don't have the Twitter. No, okay. But she does do <laughs> the revenge after show here at After Buzz TV. Yeah. And LA Times, right? I love that. Oh, show. The LA Captain, Times. how are you an LA Times writer and you don't have a Twitter? <laughs> Come on. Speak of the old guard versus the new guard. I'm, I'm still old guard. You are Too old. old guard. Too old guard. <laughs> we we got to change that. Phil, yes. they'll find you here, right? They can find me here, okay. here on you other shows. Twitter? No. Well, hang on. I'm John, not the only one. No, I'm not a journalist. John's also <laughs> old guard. <laughs> yeah, so. Good for the old guard. All right. So <laughs> thank you very much for listening. On behalf of Josh Gardner, Phil Svitek, Captain Tulich, and Kevin Undergaro, I'm John Comerford saying thank you much, and we'll see you next time. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. 
Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.